0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Saturday, October 12th edition of Living Life. You know, oftentimes I get asked to speak at retreats or revivals. And I love being asked because I like to go and, you know, see my friends' churches, especially when my friends ask me, I do all my best after prayer to see if I can go and speak at another church. Well, recently, a really good friend of mine asked me to preach at his summer retreat, and I'm like, okay, great. I would love to do that. He said, okay, well, one of my, my leaders will be reaching out to you. Cool. I got an email from the leader and the leader said, Pastor Sam, we're so excited for the possibility of you coming. Could you first and foremost send me a bio, a resume, maybe a video message and an MP3. I'm like, whoa, man, I'm not not applying for this church as the lead pastor, I just wanna guest preach. And I was like thinking, man, what else do they want? But I've come to realize very quickly that this is the standard that they have for guest speakers coming to speak and grace their pulpit. They have a certain standard of making sure that you are legitimately trained and that your message is good and that it's clear. And at that point, I was like, wow, This is great that this church has this kind of standard. And in the same way, today's passage, there's a certain standard that God sets for the priest, for us, the pastor or the leader of the church. Let's take a look at that today.
1: Leviticus chapter 21, verses 10 through 24. The high priest, the one among his brothers who has had the anointing oil poured on his head and who has been ordained to wear the priestly garments, must not let his hair become unkept or tear his clothes. He must not enter a place where there is a dead body. He must not make himself unclean even for his father or mother, nor leave the sanctuary of his God or desecrate it, because he has been dedicated by the anointing oil of his God. I am the Lord. The woman he marries must be a virgin. He must not marry a widow, a divorced woman, or a woman defiled by prostitution, but only a virgin from his own people, so that he will not defile his offspring among his people. I am the Lord who makes him holy. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, For the generations to come, none of your descendants who has a defect may come near to offer the food of his God. No man who has any defect may come near. No man who is blind or lame, disfigured or deformed. No man with a crippled foot or hand, or who is a hunchback or a dwarf, or who has any eye defect, or who has festering or running sores or damaged testicles. No descendant of Aaron, The priest who has any defect is to come near to present the food offerings to the Lord. He has a defect, he must not come near to offer the food of his God. He may eat the most holy food of his God, as well as the holy food. Yet because of his defect, he must not go near the curtain or approach the altar and so desecrate my sanctuary. I am the Lord who makes them holy. So Moses told this to Aaron and his sons and to all the Israelites.
0: You know, today's passage comes from Leviticus chapter 21, verses 10 through 24. And at this point, God is speaking to Moses as he is setting up the priesthood, the Levitical priesthood, making sure that those priests who are representing God and letting the Israelites know these are the standards that God has for you to live. As God is setting these standards and holding the priests accountable to make sure that they speak on behalf of God, you know what God is doing? God is also putting a standard on the priests themselves, the leaders themselves. Isn't that interesting? Well, it has to be. Because these priests are those who are representing the Lord at the highest levels of leadership, correct? So, priests are very, very important. And I know that you just uh, read through this passage, but there's so many details and disciplines of how holy and set apart these priests ought to be, these leaders of Israel. Some of them... We don't even know why. Uh, some of the things that he is asking is so interesting um, to wear uh, certain things, their hair needs to be a certain way, their clothes need to be a certain way. I mean, all those these things have certain meanings of holiness and discipline, sometimes we're like, man, the Lord goes to, through such specific details. Why, why? Because God is so holy, he is so perfect, He is so great, and He is so detailed about His holiness. I think oftentimes we forget about that, how detailed God is. And why detail? Because God is a very thoughtful God. He desires us as not only priests, but also people to be mindful and thoughtful all the time of God's holiness. Isn't that cool? Isn't that interesting? And so he goes through all kinds of regulation and detail so that the leaders, the priests, could live out the highest standard of priestliness, whether it's ethics or whether it is their priestly duties or whatever they do in their speech and their conduct, that they would represent God to the fullest. Now, I want to give you some uh, a little illustration to illustrate this. Do you guys all know about the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation? They are the people who are supposed to protect the U.S. of A., the United States of America, from terrorists from people who are trying to come and damage this country, invade this country, and uh, threaten this country. Uh, They started in 1908, and here's a, a partial of their mission statement. The mission of FBI is to protect the United States against terrorist and foreign intelligence threats, to uphold and enforce the criminal laws of the U.S., and to provide leadership and criminal justice services to federal, state, municipal, and international agencies. Agencies, so on and so forth. These people represent U.S. to protect the U.S. so they have to have the utmost of standards. You know what's very, really interesting though, right, is before they act upon any issue, do you know how many months, sometimes even years, they meticulously plan to make sure that everything that we do is perfect, that there is no flaw. They have that kind of attention to detail. Why? Because in the end, they represent the United States of America, which they say is so great. You know, it's it takes that kind of work to uphold the standards of the country that they believe. Now, on top of that, do you know what it takes for you to be a, uh, an FBI agent? You go through 23 weeks of initial initiation. There's like a pre-qualification stage where you, you take 23 weeks, they look over your resume, they look over uh, all kinds, of, they take t- take a look at your background, they do every little thing. They dot their I's and cross their T's. They make sure they know you exactly as a person, psychologically, spiritually, all kinds of ways. And if that's not enough, after you pass that process, you go through one more year of investigation, one more year of training, and after all that is done, then you are accepted. Why? 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 Because you represent the United States of America, pastors, leaders of the church. Who do we represent? We represent the highest being of this universe. And whatever we do, whether we are preaching or whether we are Guiding or whether we are leading the church whether we are organizing the church or whether we are playing out God's vision or whether we are doing the sacraments whatever we do we are representing God to the highest To the highest standard. So if you're a leader out there if you're a pastor out there That's the standard that God has for us if you're a member of a church Please pray for pastors. Please really uh, just encourage us by encouraging us to set that that standard that God has for every pastor and leader of the church. So in closing, I highlighted the fact that God has a high standard for priests. Why? Why? To represent God to the fullest. But you know, there's another reason. It's also so that if we are great as leaders and pastors, guess who else is gonna become great? The church. Isn't that awesome? The greater we can serve and be priests, the greater we can uphold and lift up and encourage and strengthen the church. I'll give you an example. If the priest has excellence in their preaching, and gives like the best message. Don't you think the sheep are going to listen to that and be affected by that and be discipled by that? Whatever excellent thing that the church leader or the pastor does, it's going to make a ripple effect on the congregation. And that's going to, you know, put a standard on them. They're going to be living a life that glorifies the Lord as well to the highest of standards. So with that, I want to encourage you to do that. And I would like to pray for you. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for giving us that high standard, first for the leaders, so that we may be able to understand what kind of standards that we are living up to, a standard that comes from your standards. Thank you for giving us the highest standard, Lord. And we pray, Lord God, and I pray for all the church leaders and all the pastors that as they take this in, that they may give you glory, that you would strengthen them and that they could be the best pastors and leaders possible. In Jesus' name we pray.